Hey everyone, welcome back to the Daily Blend Show. Today is July 15th, 2022. And if you are new around here, this is the segment of the show where we feature five things that I thought were interesting, notable, or culturally significant. This this week, we've got five stories uh, starting off with... Uh, Commonwealth Proper and their new custom mids program, the best way to make home fries so your family will say, wow, are these from a restaurant? And you're like, no, I made them. Uh, We'll talk about Pete Tong and Kevin McKay and why um, these two guys are at the top of my list lately for uh, music creation and curation. Then we jump over to getting ready for the weekend with Taste and Tipple with Yvonne Langen. And then we close out the show talking about uh, headphones. Uh, But before we jump in, just remember, Daily Blend is on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Anchor. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. Daily Blend on YouTube or and Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me, Reed Daily. So the first story we're going to jump into is from the Philly-based fashion house Commonwealth Proper. Uh, If you don't know about Commonwealth Proper, they have been around for roughly 10 years, maybe a little longer. Uh, The team is based in Philly. They have some folks in Atlanta and in Pittsburgh. They're all about American-made and keeping things proper. Uh, I've been a big fan of the brand. Been I bought uh, my wedding shirt, I think, with them, and I wear a lot of their DAS jackets. Um, but, uh, you know, they're a little more edgy when it comes to menswear. Think about, like, if uh, a tattoo parlor made uh, really, really, really good uh, custom clothing. But uh, on top of the custom clothing they've done uh, in the past, uh, uh, basically what they're calling a swoosh and tie program. And it was uh, where they would go and take an old pair of Jordan 1s, deconstruct it, and then reconstruct it with, you know, more, I'll call it like high fashion or tailored clothing materials. And you kind of get to pick out the materials to replace it. So like the swoosh It's still a swoosh, but now it's made out of like a a nice garment of some sort. Anyway, they were doing the Jordan 1 for a while, and then they sort of retired that. And now they've moved on to the uh, Blazer, which is the Blazer 77 program. And just some like background, like in 1973, Oregon-based Nike created its first basketball shoe and named it the Blazer. I did not know that uh, prior to this uh, you know, story here, uh, paying homage to the Portland Trailblazers. It was only the third shoe uh, that Nike had made uh, with the swoosh logo and it had plenty of eyeballs on it. So they inked a deal with the NBA star George the Iceman Gervin for, from the San Antonio Spurs with the simple but elegant design and prominent swoosh logo. It's pretty big, actually, uh, even without the, uh, the big... Uh, swoosh logo that they've come out with this year. The uh, shoe was soon on every TV show as the Iceman tore through the league as one of the star shooting guards. Uh, made up with a leather up upper, which I think was very different for the time. I think everyone else was canvas and a mesh nylon tongue with a textured uh, Vulcan rubber sole. 
It was at the time the most technically advanced uh, b-ball shoe on the market, but the shoe also gave rise to the first ever player exclusive as it had Iceman written across the heel where Nike was actually positioned. Uh, With the new technology that soon followed, the Blazer fell out of favor quickly with the basketball players just because Nike started really evolving sneakers quickly. However, the shoe still gets heavy rotation uh, because of like the the uh, suede. It was really great for skateboarders. So you sort of saw a theme, right? With Nike, they'd introduce a shoe for basketball and then skaters would pick it up. And I think you saw that with the blazer and then you saw it with like the dunk and the Jordan down the road. And that's kind of how they got the SB program. And in 1990, it crossed over to the skateboarding community um, pretty successfully there. So the shoe continues to evolve uh, as street artist Futra 2000s collabo with Nike in 2003 for a thousand pairs of olive, tan, and navy suede editions came out, and basically people started really, really liking it. And uh, Nike's done a great job of kind of maintaining the shoe, keeping the price point at a pretty reasonable level. And uh, obviously now the the folks from Commonwealth Proper are chopping it up and helping you customize it. So go give uh, Craig and his team a buzz. And go check out the swoosh and tie program. Don't forget to check out all the other stuff from Commonwealth Proper. Um, it's very, very cool stuff. They do a lot of like custom blazer liners, which I've never seen someone do them as creative as them. Our second story comes in from Chef Frank Proto, who is a fantastic chef and YouTuber, if you will. Um, I am always cooking fries on the weekend. I use frozen fries. Uh, I've tried to do it where I you know, fry fries outside, and then I've tried to make my own fries, but I never really think they're as good as restaurants. And so I was on the hunt for a way to do it so they actually tasted crispy and delicious and brown and kind of mimicked, I will say, you know, more of, you know, not a Chick-fil-A fry or a, um, what's the other place called that everyone loves? Shake Shack. Uh, you know, it's more of like a McDonald's fry. And so I found this uh, video, the best way to make French fries at home that are restaurant quality. And I think, uh, you know, I watched it a couple times and, and the chef um, really shows you not only, uh, you know, how to kind of prep it and the key takeaways here are the fact that what you do is you cut up your potatoes into thin pieces Uh, you can use a mandolin you can use you know just a knife but uh, i didn't know that you were supposed to sort of uh, wash them and get the um, you know gook off them and the starch off of them and then let them sit and then let them dry and then what he does is he fries them and lets them sit, and then second fries them and salts them right away. And doesn't use coarse, or he uses coarse salt, not uh, or fine salt, not uh, coarse salt. And these are like pro tips that made a huge difference. I've tried it out uh, a couple times. They taste great. It's super easy. Uh, if you go to dailyblend.com, you can find the video. Obviously, I've linked it there. But you also can find the French mandolin he uses, the Dutch oven he uses, the thermometer, the wire rack. I actually thought the wire rack was not important. But the more I started using wire racks for all of my cooking, my cooking has gotten way better. Um, don't forget to check out Chef Frank 
Proto on YouTube and Instagram for more sips, tips, and recipes and inspirations to dominate cooking in your kitchen. God, that sounded like I recorded that like 10 times, but I did not. All right, so next we're going to jump into Pete Tong and Kevin McCain. And you're probably wondering, like, what significant release is Pete or Kevin doing right now? And the answer is really nothing, but they're consistent. And that's why I keep on going back to them. So I discovered Pete uh, probably like 20 years ago, just like everyone else in the kind of music industry or that was into electronic music when they came out with the movie All Gone Pete Tong. It really. Uh, highlighted Pete, but uh, even before that, right, his BBC Radio 1 show and the Essential Mix are two of the most important electronic music shows in dance music. Uh, If you haven't checked them out, uh, the Essential Mix is basically where Pete taps a prominent DJ or an up-and-coming DJ, and they put together a two-hour mix of whatever they feel like, and it's always fantastic. Uh, he ends up having voting, so you can get the like essential mix of the year. But I've discovered artists like Maya Jane Cole on there, Yoris Forn. I discovered actually way, 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 way back um, the you know an LA-based DJ yelling and screaming, playing like punk electro, and that became. Uh, Steve Aoki, but the uh, the list goes on and on. So oftentimes when I'm like going and trying to find a record, I will head over to Pete's uh, website and you can go in and see all the past shows. So he's got the Radio 1 show, the Essential Mix, and the Evolution show. And he's got the tracks broken down by sort of the categories of the show. And I always find it's like interesting to go find the song you heard and you're like, oh, that's the song. And you can also go and find the breakers that he's kind of putting out. Well, um, I've been looking for this Prince remix of Controversy. And it was funny because I had heard this song on a mix like years ago. And it was either like a, uh, you know, Steve Aoki mix or it was uh, Clever's mix or maybe an A-track mix couldn't remember and I did some digging because I I heard it playing or a version of the song playing and I didn't even know who the artist was and I felt like such a dope because I was not a child of the 80s and it (laughs) you know I finally like figured out who it was and it was Prince and I was like of course like I just those were like blinder years for me my parents listened to mostly country music and some rock and so, you know, Prince controversy wasn't really playing in my household. But anyway, uh, I found uh, the remix and I started looking for the right version of it and landed on Pete's website and discovered uh, Kevin McKay. And from there, I, I jumped into kind of Kevin McKay's Rolodex of songs and relationships and realized that, you know, he's been producing music for years like Milo and others. And uh, out of Glasgow, he's been releasing you know, a steady slew of, of like, you know, hits and bangers, right? Everything from big room to kind of uh, radio or pop uh, crossover from dance and then some undergrounds with heavy samples. So gotten to know Kevin's music pretty well lately. Um, we're actually going to go feature him on the music Mondays coming up in a couple weeks and uh, really like this Prince website, but wanted to more just highlight the fact that you know, if you don't know Kevin McKay, go check him out. I've got him linked in the uh, the post, 
And obviously, like I said, we'll we'll show him on uh, Music Mondays coming up. And then just the fact that like Pete Tong has this incredible uh, archive of great songs and when they've released uh, through his website. I think you know, hey Pete, I know you're listening to my show. The only you know kind of two cents is if you could update your website where it had links maybe to I don't know like SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, places to download each track. That would be really cool. Uh, probably could get you a little rev share too on your your end, but uh, it just helps folks like me track down the tracks that they need in their life. Okay, so it wouldn't be a Friday top five if we weren't, you know, talking about probably sneakers or cocktails. And so we've already talked about sneakers. So now we're going into adult beverages with. Avon Langen. And I hope, as always, when I say someone's name or pronounce someone's name who I struggle with a little bit, that I got it right or close. And Avon, when you hear this, or, I hope you will uh, shoot me a note and say, yep, you got it right, or hey, here's how I actually say my name. But enough about that. So let me give you a little background. Um, YouTube is a fantastic place for folks like me. YouTube and Instagram are, are fantastic places to learn about new things that probably take like one to five minutes. And so cocktail making online is very, very easy. And I watch the Educated Barfly. I watch Steve the Bartender and a couple other sort of bartender, you know, mixologist, YouTube stars. And so I've come across Avon's uh, content and thought she was doing it just slightly uh, different. There's always like a theme of the day. Uh, and it's like a combination of like decor, outfits, and, and cocktails. And I thought that was kind of cool. And so I've been watching a few of her videos and checking out her Taste and Temple website and blog. Uh, she's got an ebook out there which features 12 original, uh, you know, uh, things that she's done in terms of cocktail uh, creations, great pictures there, and kind of a little playbook. And what I liked about her videos that separates her from the pack is she almost has, uh, you know, a split screen of of her making the cocktail and then the recipes, which I thought was really helpful, uh, just as you're sort of watching it. A couple highlights for me are the hibiscus rum mimosa, the honeydew cucumber agave fresca margarita that is a very long name but a very tasty drink and then uh, rounding things out of course uh, i had to uh, try her negroni and she calls it the uh, salty negroni um, on daily blend we've got her recipes ebook website also social stuff linked go check her out don't forget to like and follow her on twitter and instagram and happy uh, cocktail making with her. So rounding out the show, we're going to go talk about some new Pioneer headphones, specifically the HDJ-CX. And you know me, I like speakers and headphones. And so when the good folks over at DJ Life Mag tapped me to review some of these headphones, I obviously said yes. I was thrilled with the opportunity to check them out. I've typically gone with sort of bigger over-ear headphones, and if you're not as into the headphones, you've got a couple different types of headphones. You've got over-the-ear, which are like big ones. You can think of like Beats headphones or big DJ headphones. You've got sort of a light over-the-ear, 
which is much more like a monitor. And this actually sort of falls into that from a design uh, aesthetics and, and language. You've got in-ear headphones, which obviously Apple's made very popular and other companies with uh, the Bluetooth headphones. But um, yeah, these are these are pioneers um, for first foray into a more minimal headphone for DJs and music producers. Uh, I wrote the article for uh, DJ Life Mag and uh, linked it uh, I'm not going to give away too much of it, but uh, really nice uh, headphones, uh, very light, very compact. And, uh, you know, thankfully, now that the uh, the team is fully up and running over at DJ Life Mag, uh, a lot of the folks had come from another magazine and, and really started this company, and I had relationships with that team. Uh, I'm hopefully going to be reviewing some additional products. I can't give away too many uh, you know, uh, you know, secrets, if you will. But I, I've got a couple things uh, staring at me right now from some really great, uh, you know, companies, and looking forward to sharing my opinions of that gear uh, through the uh, DJ Life Mag uh, channel. Uh, don't forget to like and follow DJ Life Mag on YouTube and Instagram, and then obviously go check out .com and the printed magazine. All right, so that rounded out the uh, the show. Uh, we know we're walking into kind of the first weekend after the holiday week off. I think a lot of people in the States had a full week off. I know I had a couple of extra days of vacation, so hopefully you had a, a, you know, a decent first week back from a long holiday and you know you're like me and you're you're ready for that Friday cocktail, that Friday pool or lake uh, beach dip. Uh, don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe Daily Blend on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, you know, all the great podcast platforms, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Reed Daily. That's R-E-E-D-D-A-I-L-E-Y. And with all that said, enjoy your weekend. Catch you next week.